I'm reading today, I love my title today, Scrub Clean. Unfortunately, I didn't come up with that. I heard a sermon once preached about Scrub Clean. I think it was from a different passage, but I just, uh, I like it. And maybe you'll hear why in just a minute. But I'm reading from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 25. Therefore, my friends... Since we have confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us approach with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. This is the word of God for all of us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. When I think about this title, a scrub clean, uh, or coming clean, or getting clean, my mind goes back to when I was a little boy, and I must have been a lot younger than I remember, because every Every Saturday night, okay, you're going to hear the Saturday night bath story, okay? (laughs) Every Saturday night, mother would get this tub out and put it on the kitchen table. And us three boys, one by one, would climb up into that tub. And we'd say, oh, please take me first. (laughs) No. (laughs) So anyway, we were, we usually spent the week barefoot, playing in the dirt, working in the dirt on the farm, so we needed to be scrubbed, and Mother was a good scrubber for sure. Uh, I couldn't have been much more than five before that all ended, but anyway, when after my parents died, we went back home to my brothers and sister to divide things up, you know, and that tub which was really only like this. <laughs> it's, I remember it big, but it was more like this. That tub was in the basement, and I said, I want that tub, and I still have it. I could go on and talk about, we didn't have running water then. I didn't have to walk to school. It wasn't that long ago. But uh, I left for college before we had an indoor plumbing and bathroom. So you feel sorry for me, right? But... I wouldn't trade my bringing up for anything in the world. And then I think about uh, when the grandkids came along and when they were itsy-bitsy like this precious little one here, uh, as we think about Anna, Elise. And we'd get them, Robbie and Benjamin and Allie Kate, uh, sometimes into the kitchen sink and I love that thing that's, that sprays. You know, you pull it out and spray them down and scrub on them. Or sometimes we just get them all in the bathtub and let them play and get clean that way. Well, there are a lot of ways we have had special times with water 
and in the water. And we know water has become a symbol for cleansing, cleansing of the body. And certainly water is a Christian symbol for the cleansing of sin in our lives. Already today through the baptismal service, we've talked about the outward baptism. The water is an outward and visible sign of the inner grace through our Lord Jesus Christ. So as we look at this passage today, it seems to me uh, the writer to the Hebrews is saying, let's get scrubbed clean of all that's in our lives that needs to be washed away. This passage talks about, now we have confidence to enter the sanctuary through the blood of Jesus. Prior to the coming of Jesus Christ, only the high priest got to come up these steps and stand before the altar. There was a curtain, in fact, blocking the people. It was through the priest. And the priest would offer a sacrifice of a lamb or spread the blood around. And it was all done for the people. But this passage reminds us that a new and living way has been opened to us through the flesh of Jesus Christ. So we have confidence personally to walk right up to God, right up to Jesus and say, here I am, save me, cleanse me, make me whole. And how wonderful that is. But we need to be scrubbed clean of the sin and the evil that may be in our lives. So think with me a little bit about, well, what are some things we need to be scrubbed clean of? I think our age and our day and our world needs to be scrubbed clean of ill will. There is so much ill will in the world today. Our culture, our culture knows how to stir things up, don't we? This uh, 22nd verse says, uh, the 24th verse says, let us consider how to provoke one another. Another translation says, let us consider how to stir up one another. Now this says, provoke one another to love and good deeds, but we're awfully good in our world at stirring up trouble and provoking ill will. We know it's all, all around us, our culture. We stir up controversy. We stir up hatred. We stir up bitterness. Our tongues disgrace and dishonor and downgrade other human beings. So let's, let's be scrubbed clean of all that. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, those things can be gone from our lives. And let's do what this says. Let's stir up one another to love and goodness. Wouldn't that be wonderful if we could do that? Also, I believe we need to be scrubbed clean of bad intentions. There's a lot of bad intentions out there. And folks think about bad so long, they actually do something with it. Uh, and certainly harm each other, and we don't need that. 
We need to stir one another up to good deeds, good intentions, not bad intentions. I've, I've often thought that every news channel, we'll never get this passed, every news channel should be required to have a good feel, good news story. You know, the news comes on and the murders, the crime, the whatever. And then maybe, maybe there's a, a little story later. Last night I saw one about a, a, a state patrolman, I forgot which state. For 31 years, he was sitting there on his motorcycle. For 31 years he had served and he was getting his last call out. Uh, and there were, they were thankful to him. What a wonderful life of service. And his daughter was a dispatcher, so she got to say to her dad over the whatever, uh, thank you for all that. Chuck mentioned the homeless man that was a homeless man raising money to thank uh, a policeman for his help with them. Wow. So yes, there are a lot of bad intentions out there, and there are a lot of good intentions, and we must not let the bad overcome the good. Let's be scrub clean of that. The Wednesday night study that I've been leading the past six weeks was about John Wesley's three simple rules. Do no harm, do good, and stay in love with God. That sounds simple, but it's not easy. Do no harm, say no harm. Um, yeah, that's tough. But what a much better world it will be when we all agree, yeah, let's do that. Do no harm, do good, and stay in love with God. I'm, uh, I'm, just, uh, I'm just praying over the next two weeks that we can get through all the stuff on the airways leading up to the elections. I, I, I'm all for having elections and freedom and democracy, I just get tired of all the stuff <laughs> that's tossed around. Maybe you don't hear it. I need to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to pray a lot more about that in the next few weeks. Let us also be scrubbed clean of negative attitudes. There's a lot of negative. There's way too much negative. And as Christian people, surely we can find a way to speak a positive word, not a negative word how we can speak a positive word about life. And when we come together and worship like this, it's, it's just much easier to do all this. The scripture tells us uh, that last verse, he says, not neglecting to meet together. Evidently, they had neglected to meet together. But he's saying, come together and encourage one another. So as we come together in worship and in fellowship, we can learn how to overcome ill will, bad intentions, and negative, negative thoughts. So, yeah, let's get scrub clean with some of this stuff. This morning, uh, we've shared in the baptism of Anna Elise and the beautiful symbolism of Baptism and the water sprinkled on her and on her life. Now, it's not the last word for Anna. One day she'll have to make her own decision and present herself 
uh, as a servant of Jesus Christ, as we all have. But certainly that water is a symbol that God loves her and loves all of us. And in the sacraments of our church, we remember that God is acted. God is acted. And God wants us to feel that action of grace. God has sacrificed Jesus the Son, and it's through His blood we have confidence to enter the sanctuary and approach the throne of God. May we, this day, remember to celebrate all that God has done for us. And, uh, and may this be a time we can scrub at and get rid of many of those things that block us from being closer to one another and closer to God. Let us pray. Holy God, uh, it's just amazing that through the blood of your son Jesus, we can, we can talk to you right now. We can reach out to you. We can share our lives with you. We confess that we're far from perfect. We say a lot and do a lot that we shouldn't do. Uh, we're human, and we know you understand that. And yet we pray for strength that we would be able to grow in our faith, that we would rid our lives of a lot of things that we don't need and things that might be harmful to others, things we might say, things we might do. Lord, scrub us clean through the precious blood of Jesus. In Christ's name. Amen.